0: refs screwed up again over and over and over and over on a memorable wild hard weekend welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ism i'm dave and i'm joined by my deeper voiced brother josh and this is irreverent sports meandering a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports If you want to join in the irreverence, you can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. We've got a great show for you tonight as we are going to talk about sports personalities that we hate in the media, break down each of the divisional playoff games, and wish a happy birthday to a Dolphins wide receiver. But first, we have our question of the week, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it right. Today is January 20th, 2022 let's get irreverent well josh um every week man i look forward to this question that you always come up with uh and uh i'm ready
1: are you sure you're ready though oh you're right now you've oh, gotten ready. none of them right you're oh. a jerk so <laughs> just,
0: i'm just reminding
1: you <laughs>
0: thanks you know what i played a fun game of uh uh at, at someone's house tonight and i won so i feel good. So. Go ahead. It was it checkers? It was Twister, but that's okay. I'm still young and spry. <laughs> All right. So
1: the question this week is a little bit takes a little bit of a lead in, a little more of a lead in than the last ones. Uh, so this year, Aaron Rodgers has had the best TD to interception ratio. At a 9.25, having 37 touchdowns and four interceptions, which is quite impressive. Of the top 10 single season TD to interception ratios, Aaron Rodgers owns five of them. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. He's overrated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady owns two of them. Mm. And Tom Brady's third-string quarterback from his first two Super Bowls, Damon Howard, owns one of them.
0: What for a full season, Damon Howard?
1: No, he only played like ten games for KC in 2006, and an eleven-to-one interception ratio, which is good enough for fifth.
0: That's the
1: true. other two, wow. the other two, are not what you would say NFL greats, but were starting quarterbacks in the NFL at one time. One of them, but for even played for the Chicago Bears is Josh McCown. He went 13 touchdowns and one interceptions in the 2013 season. And that very same season, this quarterback went 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. Owns the second best TD to interception ratio. If when you get it wrong, I have a clue that could help you.
0: Okay. Alex Smith. No. Oh, I really thought that was it, dude. I'm not going to lie. I really thought I had it. I was like, Alex Smith, yeah, you're welcome. I, <laughs> I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> All right. So. The, wait,
0: wait, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on.
1: Okay. We'll give you There's, one more. Um,
0: Kaepernick.
1: Nope. Dang it. All right, go ahead. Give me All one. right. So the, the clue is he got this TD interception ratio while on the first stint with the same team that he later won a Super Bowl as the starting quarterback with.
0: And this was in 2013? 2013. 2013 was his first stint on yep. this team. He left the team and then came back to the team and won a Super Bowl? Uh-huh. Well, that, sh- that should cut it down, shouldn't it, for me?
1: There's, like, literally one person who's ever done it.
0: Oh! <laughs> Nick Foles?
1: Yes, it is Nick Foles. Really? Congratulations. Really?
0: Oh, that's right, because it was that year with um Chip Kelly.
1: Yes, yes. Hmm. Remember he had like seven touchdowns that one game?
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was that was wild. Yep. He was really good for that offense. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Did he start the next year in that offense with Chip Kelly? I I, I think Chip Kelly
1: got fired, didn't he? After that year, really? Maybe he didn't, but yeah, what he was did. This, what was his
0: touchdown-to-interception ratio?
1: Of the next year for Nick Foles?
0: No, 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 for Nick Foles that year. What was it?
1: Oh, I said 27-2, and two, so 13 and a half.
0: I would think that they went deep into the playoffs.
1: I don't know. Uh, I didn't really look into it. Yeah. Maybe we'll look into it later.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll have answers for you next week, or you could just Google it on your own. Whatever. We live in a world you don't have to have these questions. <laughs>
1: If this person is, like, Googling it right now because they want to know, we obviously have the right the right person listening. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. That's our type of person because I'm Googling it right now on my phone. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Josh, I, I appreciate those questions, man. I really do. I, I love those. It really stretches me. Uh, this week was the wild card weekend, and we picked our games for who's going to win and who's going to lose and who's moving on and who's going home. And so I thought we'd go through each game and see how we did on the picks. How, do you, how did that sound? It's, I'm, I'm excited.
1: How are you feeling?
0: Not good. Yeah, you kind of got I'm going to say it very simply. Not good. So hmm. if you listened to us last week, we, we talked about each of the winners that we thought and why. And uh, I didn't do well. All right. So <laughs> this is why I don't gamble, folks. This is why I don't jump on the gambling scene there, because I'm not good. Uh, Raiders at the Bengals. I picked the Raiders, and you picked the Bengals. And I chose the Raiders because, because I felt like the Bengals are so up and down. Well, the Raiders are going to win this game. You know, D- Derek Carr in his first game. But nonetheless, the referees won the game <laughs> for the Bengals. What did you think of that, that, uh, that play, man, that got the whistle, the phantom whistle?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know that like on, on this broadcast they were saying technically there shouldn't have been a touchdown, but I mean, obviously.
0: But technically they lost by a touchdown. Now, we're not, we can't say that they wouldn't have scored a touchdown on the next play.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah. that's plus, ridiculous. Plus, that might have been a fan blowing the whistle. Who knows?
0: That's like, so true. But the, did, did the referee ever say, yeah, I blew the whistle?
1: Well, Actually, I'm not sure. Maybe he did.
0: I don't, I don't. I don't know that either, actually. Another thing to Google. Um um but I chose the Raiders you chose Cincinnati and you were correct. Then the second game happened, the Patriots at the Bills. I picked the Patriots, you picked the Bills, and my reasoning was, well, you know, it's the Patriots and and they're go- they beat the Bills and I just feel like they're going to run the ball and and play good defense and they're going to shut down Josh Allen and Josh Allen's overrated. The Bills are overrated. Yeah. Then they scored seven times on seven drives and shut my mouth. And you were correct again. Uh, Then we chose the Eagles-Bucks. We both chose the Bucks, and the Bucks won. Then the 49ers at Cowboys. Again, I chose Dallas. You chose the 49ers. And my reasoning was Micah Parsons was going to shut down Debo Samuel. And obviously, Debo Samuel cannot be shut down. So. (laughs) I'm super excited to watch the 49ers Packers this week, though, because that's going to be an interesting game. Then, and you chose the 49ers and they won. Then the Steelers at the Chiefs, we both chose the Chiefs and we were both right. Um, and then the Cardinals at Rams, we both chose the Rams. And I'm going to tell you, um, OBJ, that was his coming out party with the Rams.
1: Yeah, he, uh, that was impressive. he two two touchdowns that game.
0: Yeah, some nice catches, man. Some mm. really, really nice catches. Uh, There was one where he's running in stride and uh, Matt Stafford just laid it on his fingertips and he brought it in. It was unbelievable.
1: Yeah. OBJ is not done. You know, he's a good wide receiver. I don't know. Like I know him being on Cleveland really, you know, he's not going to be remembered as one of the greats anymore, but in my mind, like watching him play the first, like, three years of his career, he is, like, one of the greats in my mind. He's not going to be considered that, but I I think he's one of the greats, and I think he still has
0: a decent mile left in the gas tank. Yeah, I, I feel like this could, like, I'm actually excited to see what he does next year with a full season under McVeigh. you know, like, in that offense. And under with Matt Stafford, the best quarterback he's ever had throwing to him. You know, uh, it's going to be yep. interesting. Cooper on one side and him on the other.
1: Yep. Uh, although Robert Woods is coming back, so we—I don't know how that all that's going to shake out. So
0: I bet you they trade one of them, like Robert Woods, maybe. Maybe, maybe Van Jefferson. You could probably get the most for him. Uh yeah, I guess a little bit more of a potential because you know he's younger. Right, he's younger. Right, exactly. I like Van Jefferson. I like all four of those wide receivers personally. Um, all of them are decent, and what, one of them's really, really good, and the other is. Excellent. Do you
1: Excellent. think the, bang, the Bengals' writer-steam crew is better than theirs, though? No. No? Okay.
0: No, I don't. I, I, if you line them up, you got Cooper Cup, OBJ, Robert Woods, v, and Jefferson. On the Bengals, you've got Jamar Chase is their number one, right? You would say that? Yep. Then you got T. Higgins. Yep. Then Tyler Boyd. Yep. And who's their fourth?
1: I'm really just looking at those top three because I mean the fourth okay. really meh.
0: Well, um, I would say I would say Cooper Cup is probably right now. Well, man, I would say maybe it's a push with Cup and uh, Jamar Chase right now. But well, I, I mean,
1: think, yeah, yeah, I mean it's I I don't think it's a push. I think Cup is better. Okay, but good. I okay. think I think Chase and Higgins are both number ones. Oh, I don't think
0: Higgins are, is the number one. I think so I think OBJ is the number one when he's in the right offense with the right quarterback. Okay, um, but I, I would say that OBJ is better than T Higgins.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I'd say that. I think T Higgins got the size. I I
0: think overall, maybe T Higgins. I'd take him, but I don't um, think he can make the 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 circus ch- catches that uh, OBJ can make.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, OBJ has made like the most ridiculous catches that's ever happened. That's true. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess the Rams probably.
0: Okay, so you got six games right. I yeah. only got three right. So, and all three of them were the ones that, oh, obviously, they would have to be. But I, uh, I got only three right. Are, do you want to change your Super Bowl pick yet? Kansas City versus Tampa Bay.
1: No, but I have decided on who's going to win.
0: Oh, okay, great. Who do you got?
1: It's Casey. Mahomes is going to slay the dragon.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to change mine from Kansas City versus the Rams Um, to – Buffalo versus Green Bay. Actually, no, no, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen because I think the Packers are going to lose this week, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, it's gonna be uh, probably uh, Buffalo versus Tampa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Buffalo versus Tampa, and I, I, I think, I think Tampa's going to win again.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could. Uh,
0: but you know what? This is why I'm so bad at picking games, because I have so many biases
1: mm. and I
0: can't ever look past my biases. Like, I just can't.
1: I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll go over this in a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I just I I think that I think Tampa Tom is just it's so hard to see him losing before getting to the Super Bowl. So I totally get that. Yeah. Um.
0: Okay. All right. Well good stuff we'll get, we'll get to our uh our picks for the divisional games, but first, um, let's break down our five media personalities in the NFL um that we don't like that we just don't like. so did you do uh, I assume you did five?
1: Yeah, as a PSA though, you know we're not saying these people are bad people. you shouldn't go egg their house or anything. Oh, I'm
0: saying They're... you should. I'm saying you should, but
1: that's all right. some of them maybe. I don't know. What we're saying is we find them annoying or we just don't like their takes. Ever. uh, Ever. ever. (laughs) So,
0: Or they're uh, super negative all the time. It doesn't even matter. Or
1: just total jagoffs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my number five is Mike Florio of PFT, Pro Football Talk. Uh, He is so negative, I can't handle it. About yeah. everything. He's, ne- he's negative. And I think it's because he believes that negative negativity sells, which it kind of does. Um, and he's just looking for things to be negative about all the time. He's like never happy with everything. Um, it, there's always something going on that's wrong. Um, and he just, he, he pisses me off. He pisses me off. Like, he, there's he used nothing. used to like him. What did like you say? You
1: used to like him.
0: I used to love him.
1: Like I mean, we're talking like just a couple of weeks ago, maybe.
0: I know, I know.
1: But that whole hub thing just it now really you just really
0: pissed me off. I told you my biases.
1: It like broke the glass of seeing I seen him as like a terrible media person. That's funny. Yeah,
0: it did. It kind of broke the glass, like in how I met your mother. You're right. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. Uh
1: I got Colin <laughs> Cowherd. I just Oh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Uh, he just annoys me. And you know, it's not his fault that his voice is annoying or but it is his boss's fault for putting him on the air. Um well, addition, his takes I,
0: are ridiculous too.
1: Yeah, that's you. I was just about to get to that. He's also kind of a D. I just I I remember this one time Jim Harbaugh was on his show and Harbaugh just wasn't giving him what he wanted, so he ended like the, the interview early, like it was Harbaugh's fault, not not his fault. Like I just man, he was just a, a D. Um so Yeah,
0: I'm not a huge fan of him either. I agree. He's not on my list, though. Um, but this guy is uh, three-time Super Bowl champion Troy Aikman. Oh, man. <laughs> Fox NFL analyst. He is such a homer, and I, I can't stand listening to him talk. Like, I hate—I I, I feel like I learn nothing when he analyzes a game. Like, I learn nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is the antithesis of Tony Romo.
1: Yeah, I know. It's
0: so hot. it's so odd. Like, here we got we got one quarterback who's won three Super Bowls and one quarterback who couldn't even get to a Super Bowl. And Romo is killing him in analyzing the game. Like, I, how did the Cowboys not win with him at quarterback? He knows everything that's going to happen.
1: I know he's like a sooth there. He like literally yeah has been told every play, and he just he can call it every time, which is so interesting to me that he couldn't put it together in in December, you know. Mm, yeah. Um yeah. when he was a player December and January when he was a player. It was it's just it's it's shocking actually. Um my second one is Chris Collinsworth. You know, this is a guy that just oh, could yeah. annoy a Catholic priest, man. I swear I, he I, I like that that phrase. This is and this is a guy. He must say it two dozen times a game. And it and I can't, once I realized he was doing it, I can't unhear it now. So any game say? I'm watching, he's always like, and this is a guy who, you know, and then he goes and talks about the player oh, yeah. that just was in the play and he and he just, he says it all the time. Now I, I'm, I'll, of course, like if you're talking about a play and you're talking about a guy and you know, the conversation switches from, you know, Al Michaels over to you, of course you're going to use like a phrase like, and this is a guy, because you're kind of changing, like you're you're talking about the player, but you're changing the 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 subject about you know what from the play to like his background or something but like think of something else maybe like spitball a couple other things you know like oh man
0: yeah well he also he says he says it all the time he's like this guy really reminds me of Brett Favre he says it all the time and it oh yeah actually my friend Michael my, my friend Michael he he pointed that out to me and I was like you're right and I and I hate I couldn't stand him before and when he took over for John Madden on Sunday night football I was like, are you fricking serious yeah, or Monday night football yeah. or whatever it was at the time? I think it was Sunday night whatever, but man, it, it's, it's been brutal. Like, cause he was already a TV analyst before that and I couldn't stand him. And then he got the Sunday night football and I was like, what the frick?
1: Yeah. I would say that recently he's been a little bit more, a little bit better with his um, kind of analyzing uh, as a wide receiver kind of he's, he's given me a couple tidbits that like I didn't kind of realize before. So I'll give him that, but he's still so annoying. So
0: what, what do you got? Well, mine is kind of in the same rub as Colin cowherd. Another uh, used to be an ESPN guy and is now a, a Fox sports one guy on the show. Undisputed skip Bayless. He oh, is yeah. obnoxious and I'm pretty sure he used to be a Chicago writer.
1: I for, don't know that. For the that.
0: Daily Herald. I, I think he used to be. I, I don't know for sure, but anyway, he's super obnoxious. His opinions are obnoxious, and he just disagrees to disagree. Mm-hmm. All right? He just disagrees to disagree sometimes. like He says ridiculous things. Now, I don't have an NFL um, uh, an NFL uh, example, but uh, I have an NBA example. All right, he, They were talking about who would take the last shot in a game and they were all talking you know Jordan or or LeBron or something like that and he goes and he says I would have Andre Iguodala. And oh you're god. like shut the frick up dude. Dude, even, up. That's not even true. Like you no one Oh my god. No one's taking Andre Iguodala. Yeah. Like I How did you not get fired for that? I'd take DeMar DeRozan like before I'd take Iguodala. Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, Skip Bayless is on my list um and uh yeah. I've not watched his show on Fox sports one because I c- couldn't stand his show on ESPN. Yeah.
1: I got uh my next one is, is kind of one that I feel, I feel bad for. Cause I feel like he's like that, that really nice guy. Um, Bilger McFarlane, it's like, I really honestly oh. think that he's probably <laughs> just a yeah. really nice guy. You know, like if you're having a hot tough day, he's like the type of guy who would put his hand on your shoulder and, you know, say, perk up. Everything is going to be fine. You're a smart guy and you'll get, yeah. you know, he just like, he seems like he's a really great guy. But everything he says in his, like in his analyzing, quote unquote, is like the most basic thing that you could say about something. Like, like, you know, exam examine my examine my my clothes today. Well, your shirt's red. Thank you. (laughs) Examine my style. Well, your shoes are black. Like, I just, I I don't know, I don't know why he does what he does. He was a good NFL player, sure. I I he's a likable guy, I'm sure. He's probably a great guy, actually. But I just I can't stand anything that comes out of his mouth. It's
0: just, he's not quite as bad on primetime as he was during the games, but he's still bad.
1: Yeah, I agree. He is like, he is not a good replacement for Tom Tom Jones. Or was that a
0: Tom? Oh, yeah. What was his name? It's Uh, killing me. The Denver Broncos linebacker. Yeah. (sighs) Tom, oh, I can't remember. Oh, we'll have to look that up. Yeah, oh well. Okay. Um, well, the next person on my list um, was someone that I grew up loving. Tom Jackson, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, it was killing me. I, was I know, I know it was destroying me. <laughs> um, but the next person on my list it was someone that I grew up loving and that my dad loved. And and I grew up just really enjoying and excited because he, he would say such really like just, man, I'm a blue collar worker and I'm saying something and people are, you know, Listen and all that, and he has grown to be someone I can't stand. Can't stand on Fox and on Fox NFL Sundays, and that's Terry Bradshaw. Man, when I was little, I thought he was great, but now he's just a character of himself. It's like he he saw the things he was saying, and it was getting media attention, so he just started saying stupid things all the time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm I'm from the South, and I say stupid stuff. You know what I mean? And now he's got this stupid reality show too with of his family. And it's 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 the worst. I can't stand Terry Bradshaw.
1: Yeah. He is definitely a he is a character.
0: Well, no, he's a character of himself. You know I, what I mean? get,
1: yeah, 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 I got that. Like, yeah.
0: like he's just I don't know. He's like a Muppet. <laughs> it's...
1: Uh my next is Chucky. I, I i just
0: oh yeah John i had Gruden. to make
1: sure he was on this i just had to make sure he was on this list he like you like tried to be like mad in, but he just was terrible like oh, he he's just, ter- i terrible. couldn't stand
0: every time yeah i agree yeah
1: and, yeah uh, like
0: he had no. like gruden's grinders like i wanted oh, to punch God. myself in the
1: face i know right Ugh.
0: let's find like the one player that like you know uh is like a no name and like how he ran as hard as he could down on kickoffs, you know, like ridiculous. Come on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Shut up. Yeah. All
0: right. I'm interested to hear your number one. My number one, I think you're going to disagree um, is Pat McAfee. I hate that guy like more than any person ever. He is the Joe Rogan of sports. He has stupid questions. There's no hard hitting stuff. And he's a shock jock. I can't. Yeah. Stand him. I I
1: would agree with that. He's not on my list, but I, I find him. Very annoying with the way his takes on everything. Like he's like this. I was a professional athlete, so I'm the only yeah. one who would say things about professional sports. Any fan yeah. doesn't matter. Like, dude, like sports are for the fans. So, like, it's I just don't understand him. He,
0: uh, I hate him. I hated him as a player. I thought he was a, a d bag that when he was with the Colts as well. Like, I can't stand him.
1: Yeah, I mean, his stand up was pretty good. I would say. Like, I don't want to say that, you know. He wasn't a, he wasn't a funny guy. He certainly was, but I just, I can't stand the way he like, he looks at the way he looks at things. That's crazy. Uh, my last one is Jason Witten. Uh, oh, <laughs> so between his,
0: his I thought about season, him. I thought about him.
1: <laughs> his final season and his second to final season. He was a NFL analyst and uh, yeah, he was kind of a mix between Booger Chucky and a robot. I'm pretty sure he had robot hands the whole time he he did like his analyzing. Whenever he would talk, It was like deep, 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 deep. I don't I don't I don't know. It was it was something, and uh, it wasn't a good something. And it right. was it was so bad that I think they had Booger McFarland like in the mix there just to you know spice things up. Like which if you're adding Burger McFarland
0: <laughs> to make you're, it better? Cayenne pepper like yeah. that's not good. That, <laughs> that's that's not a weak ass pepper.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, that's funny. That was really uh, funny. All right, well, that was that was a fun list, man. I, I had fun putting that together. You know what? I do have a uh, um, a, a uh, one more to mention. Um, a didn't quite make the list, person, um, and that's uh, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, Is that right? I do you want to talk about him. I'm so annoyed by that guy. Oh, oh I, that Lord. guy! Oh my gosh, unbelievable! But I didn't put him on the list because I thought these people were worse. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd rather listen to Stephen A. than any of the people I mentioned. So yeah. that's not saying much, though. True. All right. Well, Josh, let's let's go ahead and uh, give us our give our thoughts about this last wild card round. Let's not go each game, but let's just talk about a few things that that stuck out to us. Um, number two, one of my things is, man, the refs are too involved in the game. Like I, that's felt, my number I felt. I felt like take from this weekend.
1: I kind of would disagree with you. I think they were too involved with some of the games. I think some of the other games they didn't call enough. Like in I important moments I would much rather too.
0: have it that way. I don't want the game in the refs' hands. Like just let them play.
1: Yeah, but I also don't want like a a dirty play to like you know. No,
0: true. I don't want decide a game
1: like that's. I felt like they did miss something. So I mean, I you could like I see what you're saying, especially you know with the Raiders Bengals thing. It was kind of messed up, but like. I don't know. I, th- I feel like there was a couple plays that were like, man, you should have you should have thrown the flag. And he didn't because it was, you know, he was afraid to be that
0: guy, I guess, or something. I don't know. Um, other than that, well, how I- about how about like every time like um, uh, Josh Jacobs or um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott had a good play? It got called back on holding like every yeah. single time. Yeah. Like it was wild. It was like as soon as I knew that they ran for more than fifteen yards, I was like, "Well, that's holding. I guarantee it."
1: Yeah, yeah, they they were pretty hardcore on the holding on a couple
0: mm-hmm.
1: on a couple of those drives uh, in those games. Yeah, there was one where they actually had double holding, which was interesting. Um, holding
0: on the defense and the offense, or two no, on the offense?
1: two on the offense. <laughs>
0: Usually they just throw the
1: one. Five oh, I don't even remember that. Announce the one. Yeah, I think it was in the, uh, I think it was in the Steelers Chiefs game. But I can't remember. Uh, I thought a lot of this week was pretty obvious. You know, I thought that, you know, I thought there there are a lot of mismatched games. You know, they're, and that's the way it's kind of going to be in the first round. Um, the only upset, obviously, being uh, the 49ers. And uh, that's, I, I kind of saw that coming. It's a, it's a, one of those, it's just one a of those games. A lot of people saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those games that like they're a better coach team, you know, and when it comes to mm-hmm. middle league teams, if you have a better coach team, normally the like even if they're considered less talented or not as good, yeah, uh, okay. especially record-wise, you can find them like besting a team that's not as well coached because I, I just don't think Mike McCarthy's up to a Cal Shanahan, you know, level. So uh yeah, it'll okay. be interesting to see them play the Packers because I do think the Packers are going to come out on top, but it'll be interesting to see what Kyle Shanahan tries to do at least.
0: Yeah, uh, that's fair. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I I would one another take I had man is I'm just really impressed with the Bills, dude. I'm really impressed with the Bills. Seven touchdowns. You know, I'm going to say this. I don't hope this because I hope the Packers lose, but I think it'd be a really interesting Super Bowl with the if the Bills played the Packers. Like uh, I think it'd be, I think it'd be fascinating because they both have these offenses, um, and then this there would be this incredible chess match of this defense that's so hardcore, and maybe the greatest quarterback playing football right now.
1: Yeah, it would be. I think I think the I I honestly think the Green Bay Packers against KC would be more interesting because it'll just be. Basically, the KCD defense trying to keep Aaron Rodgers from throwing, you know, five, six touchdowns to Devontae yeah. Adams.
0: Yeah, but then we have like two defenses that are kind of middling and then two great quarterbacks and offenses. I would like to see a great defense go against that great offense. You know, I think that would be fascinating. Or the 49ers versus, versus the Chiefs. Yeah, that might be really interesting. Although with Nick Bosa injured. I don't yeah, know, but he's got a concussion. Playing.
1: I think he's practiced today. I think he's going to play. Oh, did he? Did he practice? Yeah. I think he's going to play. Um, but no, the, you're wrong about that. The chiefs defense is not middling. They actually have been one of the best defenses. You know what? Ever you're ever right. After.
0: You're right. No, 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 no. You're right. I forgot about that. That's right. Over the last like six, seven weeks, they really figured it out. Like they yeah. got Von Miller and, and they started, Oh, they got uh, Melvin not Gordon.
1: Bob. Yeah. Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon.
0: Uh, and they just got better.
1: Yeah, they did. And, uh, and that's why I think it would be interesting because I, I, obviously, the KC offense can get the job done. That's not, you know, no one's going to say that. But can can like any team really stop Aaron Rodgers right now? That's kind of, and that's the defense I think has the best chance to
0: do so. Uh, Over the but, Bills, you don't think the Bills do?
1: I think after they lost Terdavious White, they really lost like an edge on their um on their second. Or obviously, they lost an edge out in their secondary because he's a the best uh, uh, quarterbacks in the league, but I just mm-hmm. mean like they lost their ability to kind of rush for and feel mm-hmm. comfortable or sorry, not rush for blitz and rush for and feel comfortable that people are going to be taken care of on the back end. So I think that, I think they've been struggling a little bit because not struggling to the point where like, you know, they're, they're breaking, but it's like, they're just not as suffocating as they were before trade Davis wiped went out.
0: Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Um, and do you have any other takes?
1: Honestly, this was all, like, to me, this was all very obvious, like, everything that was happening. Oh, the mm-hmm. only thing that I thought was crazy is that the Los Angeles Rams, which, out of all these good teams, you know, I thought they were going to be the most sloppy. Like, I thought they were going to win the game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was going to be the most sloppy, and they were not sloppy. No, can makers tight. Looked good. They were tight. They had a great running game. <clears throat> yeah. and and Matthew Stafford looked really good. Uh, they didn't need to pass a lot, obviously. But, right. man, it was just a tight – they overwhelmed Arizona on every front. Yeah, Cam, not I'm a telling
0: success. you, Cam Akers, man, like he's come back from that, that injury, and he looks fresh, and he looks good, and he looks fast. He looks really fast.
1: Yeah, I I kind of I, – I forgot he was as small as he was, though. Mm. Like he is – he's obviously – he's very fast. He's got great moves. But, you know, he does have a smaller frame that I, for some reason, remember him having. Well, he's not, I mean, he tore his Achilles, and I guess he was injured a little bit the year before. But, right. yeah, small running backs don't usually last.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. All right. So that's kind of our, our wild card takes. Um, let's go ahead, let's move forward to the divisional round and let's pick our winners. And uh, let's also pick uh, the player that we think is the linchpin player, the player that we think will be the difference between a, a win and a loss, like if this player does does well or doesn't do well. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first game up on the docket on Saturday um, afternoon is the Bengals versus the Titans. Who do you got winning that?
1: So I have... I have the Titans winning. I don't think they're going to dominate. I don't think they're going to win by a lot. And I think it has everything to do with Tannehill. I think if Tannehill plays really well, I think they're going to win the game. They're going to win it by like three or seven points, regardless if it's a shootout or it's a, you know, just a tight running game. Um, I think it's probably going to be closer to the tighter running game style of game, but I think it's all on Tannehill's shoulders for, for sure. Uh, obviously, if Jamar Chase goes off, I think you know the sky's a little bit for that offense. Uh, but I really think Tannehill is going to be the, the like—is it going to be the Tannehill from you know two years ago uh, that made it to the AFC Championship game? Um, or did they make it? St-? No, they didn't make it. But still, he was played a lot better years ago. <laughs> I think he did um,
0: play in the AFC Championship game. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So they I think, lost I the Chiefs, so. I thought. Maybe two years ago.
1: Maybe I'm I'm thinking maybe that's not the case, but let's, let's move on. Uh, what do you, what do you think?
0: Um, is Derek Henry playing? I think he is. That's my question. I think he's the linchpin player here. Um, he is unstoppable. The Bengals defense is, can be scored on the Bengals defense can get run over. Um, I just, I don't know if I can pick against the Bengals again. You know what I mean? Like they looked, they looked like their offense was pretty solid. Um, and the Titans defense isn't great. Uh, with all that being said, I'm going to take the Titans as well.
1: Yeah. Again, I, I think it, I, They're, they're really ahead. well coached. I just, I think the Bengals are more prone to mistakes and I don't think the Titans are going to make many mistakes. And if Tannehill can put together a good game, I think that's.
0: Yeah. And if yeah. Derek Henry can stay healthy I, I, in the game and play well, like that's huge. Yeah. I,
1: I just don't think he's going to come back strong. I think maybe next, like if they make it through this week, I think he'll be a bigger factor in the AFC championship game. But being out for so long, there's always like a game of, especially with a running back, I feel like there's always a game where they have to Mm. kind of cut them, like cut themselves back into game shape. Um, But what do you think about the 49ers Packers game? I think
0: I I like, I, I like the 49ers. I think deep. I think this is a bad matchup for the Packers. I think they should have really needed the Cowboys to win that game because then they'd play the Rams. And I think they match up better against the Rams than they do the 49ers. Now I know they played in Week Three and the Packers beat them uh, on a a miracle 37 seconds. Uh, they were down by one point and Aaron Rodgers drove them for a game winning field goal um, in 37 seconds. Um, but I, I'm going to take the 49ers. I think they're going to run all over them. And, and you know what? This is the also the other part. Debo Samuel, to me, he is the difference in this game.
1: So, I think you're totally wrong. <laughs> I, I think that I think the best thing that can happen is the 49ers like lose by seven. I think that's the best case scenario for the 49ers. Oh. I'm not saying that they're not going to play oh, I'm not, well. I'm not saying they're going to the crush game.
0: That's not what nope. I'm saying. I'm not saying they're going to crush. It. I just say they're going to win the game.
1: Yeah, no, I I think that, like, the Packers are going to win by multiple touchdowns. um, mm. And I don't think it really has much to do with anything but Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, that's an obvious thing. Uh, I think the 49ers, even though Debo is unstoppable, I don't think he's enough. And I don't think... I I don't think that they're going to be able to put together enough scoring to to beat them. And I think you're absolutely wrong about the Rams. I think the Rams are the team that match up best with the Packers. Um, so so there's that. And then... Wait,
0: wait, what, what do you, I did say that. I said the Rams match up better with the Packers.
1: No, but you, you, mean, you meant, though, the Packers could beat them better. I mean oh, that yeah. the Rams could beat the Packers better.
0: Okay, okay. Josh, I don't know why I'm picking anything that you're not picking, because you were perfect, and I'm terrible at this. So there we go. Um, but I'm going to stick with what I, what I said, the 49ers. I'm going to stick with it. Um, I do have a question, though, for you before we go on to the next game. Um, there's a guy I work with, and uh, he says, quote-unquote, he's a Bears fan. But mm-hmm. he said he's, he wants the Packers to win the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, so uh, he's not a Bears fan.
0: No, that's what I told him. I was like, "Don't talk to me anymore." All right, you're not a Bears yeah. fan. Like, yeah. Bears fans don't say things like that. He's like, "Why? They're in the division. I, w- I want my division to do well." I'm like, "No, no, you don't want You want, want the furthest thing outside of me, the furthest thing from the division to do well. That's what you right, want. Exactly. <laughs> I want someone in the AFC, all the way on the West Coast to win.
1: Unless there's a particular team in the AFC that you hate, you should be rooting for the AFC team to win. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> anyway. exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Like, right, so why don't game, people get this logic?
0: I don't. I don't understand where where this whole like oh well you know we you know we yeah we don't like each other when we play each other but you know we we still root for them. No. No. Oh, no. 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 I don't. I don't. I don't root for the Cubs. I'm a White Sox fan. I don't root for the Cubs. Now this is baseball, and I know that most people here listening doesn't ca- don't care about that, but still, yeah, you nonetheless, lost me. the point has been made. All right, Rams versus Bucks, Josh.
1: Yeah, I think that this is a pretty obvious thing. Uh, if the wide receiving core of the Buccaneers can catch balls, they're going to be fine, and they're going to win. So you say the Bucs? I don't think the Rams really. I, I think the Rams are going to make mistakes. I think Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to be mistake-free. So in order for the Rams to beat them, they're going to have to play better than Tom Brady, and I don't think that's going to happen.
0: So well, all right. So this is this is the one thing that you got to think about. All right, is that you're gonna have Aaron Donald and Von Miller um on top of Tom Brady. All right.
1: And on top of them and,
0: and the Buccaneers def- or defense isn't that great.
1: No, I I okay, yeah. They're they're not that great. However, their front <laughs> seven is very good. And yeah, good. And, and the the Rams were gonna have to rely on on the run to try and beat them. So I don't, I think they're going to get one dimensional and I think that's when Matt Stafford is going to make, make uh, mistakes. Now I agree with you that Von Miller and Aaron Donald, if they can get pressure, they will, that will be one of the things that they need to do to to win the game. I don't think they're going to do it a lot. And I don't think that the Rams can, can play mistake free football. I, I know they did last week, but they're, their opponent was the Cardinals who have been playing like absolute crap mm. towards the end of the season. So
0: I, I so I'm going to say this. I don't think the Buccaneers have enough playmakers to win. Although Tom Brady is one with less.
1: Yeah, so, Yeah. exactly.
0: So, but Tom Brady's also 10 years older than he was when he won with less. That's true. So that's something else. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Bucs, but I think OBJ is the difference in this game. Okay. Yeah, I think if OBJ has a really good game, big game, I think they win. But I'm going to take the Bucs because I can't, I can't vote. I can't pick against Tom Brady, you know?
1: Yeah. That's smart, too.
0: All right. Um, the Sunday night game is the one that I outside, – outside of watching the Packers lose, the Sunday night game, Bills versus Chiefs, is the one I'm so intrigued with all right the bills defense the chiefs defense the chiefs offense the bills offense i think this game comes down to the chiefs defense and i'm taking the i'm taking the i'm taking the chiefs
1: so this this game is interesting to me because i see this game as being very low scoring for like the first quarter or two Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I think everything just opens up and gets crazy. And I think, I think Casey does pull it out, but I think it's going to be one of those games that mm. whoever has the ball last wins. And I think it, I think Mahomes I is think just so. gonna, is gonna throw five touchdowns. So I think Josh Allen's gonna throw four. So
0: okay, so this is gonna be the thing here. I, right, I'm, I'm really interested to see how the defense of the Bills does. Like because I think this is gonna determine if Leslie Frazier, their defensive coordinator, gets a job as a uh, head coach. If okay. if he shuts down Casey's offense, he's going to be he's going to be an NFL head coach this year, this next year coming up.
1: Yeah, or, I I hope so. I hope so.
0: Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, he's an eighty-five bear. I want to see him yep. succeed. Exactly. But uh, um, so we we're both taking the Chiefs on that one as well. Yep. So the only game we have different is the Packers 40 ers and it's probably because I can't get past my biases.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is like I just realized that. I picked all favorites. So that means I'm going to make it one wrong. At least yeah, <laughs> that's you, just that. That's you're all chalk, so. my
0: friend. You're all chalk.
1: Yeah. You know what? Just to be on record. I think the one game that could go sideways. uh, could be the Bengals Titans game. I think maybe the Bengals could blow them out. So. Yeah. But anyway.
0: that defense of the Titans, I'm not super impressed with it. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Josh, let's uh, look at the the best NFL player that's born today, and let's talk a little bit about them. G- this is uh, January 20th, 2022, and it's Devonte Parker's birthday. Uh, he went to Louisville. He played all four. He played all four years. Never sat at the bench. Um, his senior year, I, I don't know if you knew this, but his senior year, he was injured for all but six games. Okay, but in those six games. He had 855 yards receiving in six games, all right? Mm -hmm. The year before, he played in 13 games, and he had 885 yards receiving. He was averaging almost 20 yards a catch his senior year. So he was drafted first round, 14th overall by the Miami Dolphins. And unfortunately, he's had a career littered with injuries and IR stints and he's never started all games in a season, but the closest he ever got was in 2019. He started 14 games and it just gives you a little, little taste of what could, have, could be if he could put a whole 16-game season together. 72 receptions and over 1,200 yards receiving.
1: Yeah, that was the year I picked him up off the free agent wire, and he nice. pretty much helped me win a championship. Nice. That was, yeah, that season I also picked up uh, A.J. Brown.
0: Oh, wow, that was a good pick. Yeah, so. he was a
1: he was a rookie and yep. uh and yeah, he just he was he wasn't drafted, or maybe he was drafted and he was dropped, but I got him and that was the year where I literally went like no wide receivers. Like they just I had terrible wide receivers, so picking them up put my team in like a really great position. Which is really boring because no one cares about your fantasy football team except <laughs> for you. <laughs>
0: That's funny. That's funny. All right, Josh. Well, let's look at our hub controversy. Last week, we had a real hub controversy. Um, This week, um, we have, uh, you know, something that we're just going to go toe to toe with here. Uh, This week, Hub Arkish was talking about um, someone asked him, how would you fix the Chicago Bears? And he said he would go from the Jim Fink's Bill Tobin book, who they were the the architects of the 80s Bears. And he said, I would start with the offensive line and the defensive line and work out. And if you get that right, you will have a winning team because you can protect your quarterback and you can attack theirs. Josh, yep. do you agree with Hub? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I almost had an amen when I was listening to him talk. So.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just common sense. <laughs>
0: you could think it's common sense, but that's not how teams work. A yeah. lot of times they take the stud wide receiver first or, or, you know, the stud quarterback. Oh, let's take the quarterback first. Let's build our program around a quarterback. Unfortunately, if you can't protect that quarterback, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, Absolutely. well, that was our hub controversy. Not much of a controversy. I think you even said, yep, before I asked you.
1: <laughs> Cause I was so like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was you a great still...
0: idea.
1: It <laughs> makes hub so Archer much should sense. be the,
0: should be the, the GM of the
1: bears. I know, right? I'd be
0: down. I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would
1: be terrible. But I mean
0: Yeah. I well, I actually care. so I don't know. Have you heard like about what's going on with the Bears and who they have who 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 they're thinking now is gonna be the coach and the and the GM based on second interviews? No. Ooh. So um they had a second interview with uh the defensive coordinator of the Colts. And A second interview is set up for Monday. I think with um, the head of the head of uh, draft scouting or whatever with the Colts to be their new GM. So be a Colt and a Colt, we'd be pulling from the that kind of tree, if you will. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So and their defensive coordinator, man, he's done some great things with that Colts defense.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's pretty decent. Not the guy I would want, but. Sounds okay. Yeah. I
0: mean, Darius Leonard is pretty solid.
1: Darius Leonard? Yeah, he's oh, like not one of the, <laughs> He's like one of the best players in the NFL. That's a, yeah, Very really good point, Dave.
0: No, no, but I mean like he he's worked for him and now he's gonna have Roquan Smith who plays very nearly the same position. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um actually I hope they make this because I like the the head of scouting there, Morocco Brown is his name. I think he mm-hmm. I think he'd be really good for the Bears. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um <clears throat> well, before we're out of time today, uh let's talk a little bit about some other sports going on. Um Russell Westbrook of the
1: Lakers. Um Did you uh did you see The Eternals recently? I just saw it for the first time and it's pretty pretty good. What
0: did yeah. you think? Actually, I loved it. I I I actually me and Laura, we went and saw it and we loved it. So much so that I went and saw it again the next week with Jocelyn. <laughs> I was like you know, I but, thought it was
1: like top five. I don't. I wasn't totally blown away, but
0: yeah. I mean, it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like Endgame or anything, or, or the new Spider Man. Which have you seen that yet? No, and don't mention it. Okay, I'm, I'm not, not going to talk least. about it. But it's, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um, but it's it's all good. We'll see what happens from there. Well, Josh, you know we're out of time. You know I was going to talk a little bit about some of the NBA controversy going on with the Lakers, but uh, I guess. That's going to have to wait till next time. So, until next week, folks, stay cynical. Bye.